0: What's going on everybody and welcome to another edition of Pop 5 brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, Mr. Need for Speed himself, Val (laughs) Cisco, along with Mr. Annihilation, Jay Rance. How you doing, Jay?
1: I'm good, brother, man. What's good with
0: you? I'm feeling good, man. You know, this is the last uh, Pop 5 podcast, episode 9 for 2017 as that new year creeps up. Mm-hmm. I was about to
1: ask you, what number is this? We up to episode nine already? We had nueve. Mm, nueve. We gotta, <laughs> for, we, we gotta do something epic for We gotta do something epic for DS. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> Since everybody wants... Maybe I'll just name it, you know, X. Since everybody is in love with putting in the X for the number 10 these days. Mortal Kombat X, iPhone X.
1: X, X. yeah. I like X. you. See? The originated X was DMX. I was so gonna say, should... X gonna give it to you. Yeah, it's going to give it to you. Yeah, You got to put some DMX in the next one. (laughs) Nah, but I'm good, man.
0: Good, good. And you know what? (laughs) Today is going to be not so good because for the first time, we're going to do a worst of list. And today's uh, topic for Pop 5 is Top 5 Worst Video Game to Film Movies. How do you feel about that?
1: Man, th- you know this could turn like into a roast session, actually, bro. Like, <laughs> and, and to narrow it down to like five, is hard. Yeah, because there's so many that are just like freaking atrocious. And like, I was talking to you know one of our friends today. He said the same thing. He was like, "Oh my god, that list must have been so hard because there's like so many bad movies." <laughs> so I was like, "No, it was fairly fairly simple for me, you know." But I, I, I mean, being the gamers that we are, it's like. It, it, it's an easy list because, you know, like, we're gamers and we hold these games to such a high standards because they're near and dear to our hearts. So when these people and these directors go out there and make movies of them and they just make a mockery of them, it's just very easy to spot out, you know, the trash.
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> definitely, definitely. I feel the same way, but then again, the same token, I feel a little conflicted because of the fact that, yeah, you might have, like, a personal soft spot for a movie or two that you're like, you know, that's a bad movie. But I kind of like it because of its cheesiness. So that's where I was kind of judging this right here. Am I judging it because it's a really shit movie, or am I judging it because uh, I I have a, a false hmm. expectation or some kind of love to it or something that's gravitating to this movie? I don't know. I think for the latter of it, I picked some movies that are truly are trash. But when we get down yeah. to the nitty gritty, there's some stuff that still conflict with me. Um,
1: I I I think I can say here and like, think, and I probably don't even have a favorite video game movie at all. What? I don't, I, I, I don't know. You would have to name something, but that's just me, though. Like, I cannot think of a video game movie that I could sit here and say that, hey, you know, that was pretty cool. Uh, I can't. a fan of that. I can Which one? Which I, one?
0: I'll spoil people for right now, mm-hmm. because uh, this is not on my list. If it's on your list, uh-huh. my bad. But I think the original Mortal Kombat is my favorite video game
1: oh. to a uh, oh. movie. Yeah. Look at that, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I do agree with you there. You know that that that's not on my list. I mean, I would never say Mortal Kombat One is atrocious, but like no, that's his that, that, faults.
0: But I has, love it.
1: It has his fault, but Mortal Kombat is is a timeless classic. I could still watch that to this day and get freaking amped. So you know, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, let's get
0: amped right about now. I believe the last pop five. I started off. So I'm gonna let you no, start with your you number did? five, yeah. What
1: was it? Well, I don't even remember the last pop five. five. What was the last five, five? <laughs> with uh, the rock lead singers. No, I started that.
0: No, I started mm-hmm. with my man Anthony Kiedis. No,
1: oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> so getting right into this. Ooh, why is this like all number one here? Hold on, <laughs> we're gonna <just> start backwards. <laughs> yeah, we're starting backwards. No, we can't. We can't do that because number one on my list is flipping atrocious. So we gonna number one could have easily been like one through five on my list. That's how <laughs> atrocious it is. <laughs> but all right, number five is a 2005 film directed by I can't even begin to pronounce that name. Do it. I'm guessing this. So the dude is probably Polish or the chick or something like. <laughs> Bar Barkowski, I don't even know man, but I love it's, it. It's a two thousand and five film doom oh man this 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 movie is atrocious because whoever plays doom, you know doom, yeah, doom is like such a epic video game, you know, doom puts you into this like first person world of. Shooters where you're just like fighting demons and demonics, you know, satanic stuff, and with the with like the rock soundtrack and everything, it's just so epic, you know, blood gore over the top, and then here comes this 2005 film, and it does no justice to the movie. It's like, wait, what are you what are you doing? First of all, you know, Doom is like you're 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 in the freaking bowels of hell, you know, so (laughs) that the movie puts you in freaking mars with this like really bad dim lit freaking base on mars fighting these genetic engineered monsters demons whatever you want to call them you know so it just had nothing to do with the game i feel in my opinion the acting was bad you know like um it was just atrocious even though it had some you know i forgot this dude's name um he was in this movie from freaking Riddick. I forgot his name. Oh, my God. I'm so horrible right now. But, yeah, um, The Rock, even though it had The Rock, The Rock, I don't know. I felt like it was in his best performance. And, you know, it was even horrible because you see The Rock go, like, demon mode and stuff like that in the movie. <laughs> so, where he just went postal. It just really had nothing to do with the, with the freaking game. And even it was just such a bland movie that... You know, critics sat here and they couldn't even say it's a good standalone action film, you know. So it was just bad in general. The only thing that this movie had to it where it kind of saved the for the gamers, you know, where it kind of saved them where they could be like, OK, you know, this film kind of cool. I appreciate it is one The Rock, I don't know if it was towards the end or I don't know what part it was that he just went postal in that first person view like doom. So that's the only thing that may have saved the film. But in my opinion, it did nothing for the film. This this movie was just trash, bro. I don't know. So number five had to be Doom for me. It just did nothing. Because I'm a Doom player. And playing the game to the movie is just really atrocious. And then the thing is that in 2005, you know, it, for movies that have came out in that era and stuff, like, you know, technology is kind of advanced. You get what I'm saying? You could have had a better CGI. You could even went with a way better director, in my opinion. I don't know. How would you felt? if like a Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie would have directed a Doom film like that. That would have been freaking epic. You know,
0: when I look back at the Doom film, that last like 10 minutes of the first person shooting was great. Um, Not too sure how much I would feel if that was the whole movie, because I'm not sure if you saw Hardcore Henry or not. That plays on the first person shooter. (laughs) Kind of, kind of. It's an epic movie, though, but it's a lot to deal with.
1: I remember when my son, like, jumped into the brothel, he got dusted off with a pan or some shit <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's a great movie, but I don't
0: know how much of it I could really stand if it was doomed. No, you and-
1: see, like... My fault off, the thing is, you could have had 50-50. Yes. You know, you could have had the... wherever they're talking, plotting, or whatever, you know, you could have just had the the third-person view. And then, you know, when it came a little bit to the action, you could have jumped in between the, fir- the third person and the first person. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. When you're going to have, like, those epic, like, kill shots or whatever, just jump into the first person. I think that would have did it justice.
0: It suffers from a lot of things because there's movies that are far better, uh, taking that, that, I guess, genre to the next Mm. level starship troopers is a way better movie (laughs) than what that is and even though starship troopers has a cult following there's some flaws in that movie um even aliens 2 has a better storyline as well too with colonial marines going to like a little place and discovering hey there's aliens is here same thing with this doom movie it follows those tropes like there's a bunch of marines Mm -hmm. there's things that are infected oh no one of us got infected we gotta go kill him now so yeah. it does fall on those, like, I guess space Marine type tropes. Um, mm-hmm. I think, uh, maybe a Rob Zombie would be interesting. I would have gave it to the hands of like a Quentin Tarantino or a Robert Rodriguez. I think yeah. Robert Rodriguez would have made that film his bitch. Honestly, he would have had yeah, a good no, old definitely. time. He would have, since he's a gamer himself, he would have implemented a lot of, of things from the game and had a far better experience. Oh, the new Doom game that came out a couple of years ago is a far better cinematic experience than the actual movie mm-hmm. that came out.
1: Mm-hmm. We're talking about, like, the next-gen Doom that came out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that Doom was epic. Yeah, bro. Like, that that, that's, that, that. tells you a lot. That tells you how bad the movie is, that the game is actually better than the movie. <laughs> so, you know. And then just looking at the ratings, I think it just got, like, an atrocious rating on Rotten Tomato in general. Like, nobody gave it a good rating, man. It was just a really bad movie, honestly. Hmm.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, when, it, when it's a movie uh, kind of ex- had an expectation like Doom with The Rock yeah. in it, you know, there's 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 something to be said that even The Rock couldn't say this movie at the height of The Rock's uh, movie star role there and just everything he touched turned to gold, even though there were horrible yeah. movies, you know, he couldn't even save this movie. So it, it was a tough blow.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. It, it was really atrocious and I'm still trying to get this dude's name. Give me 1 second. Um cuz um uh Carl Urban, right? He's in other movies. Yeah, like he Yeah, yeah, Carl Urban, you know, he, another actor that's good and he couldn't even save the movie, honestly. Nope. So, it's just like I don't know, man. It, it was just really bad, but enough on the Doom Bashing. What's your number 5? Hmm, my
0: number 5 came out in 2014. Mm -hmm. And it was shot all over the place as the the best 3D movie, 3D cinematic experience you'll ever get from a video game movie. And I'm (laughs) like, all right, no, no, (laughs) I wish it was Hardcore Henry because that'd be great. But no, this film is not great. For some reason, after Breaking Bad ended, someone Mm -hmm. in their right mind thought that Aaron Paul was going to be the next big action movie star. You know, my man Jesse, my man, fiending over meth all the time was going to be the next <laughs> breakout thing. And the movie to put him in, alongside with Michael Keaton and Dominic Cooper,
1: was Need for Speed. Oh, wow. Need for Speed. Yeah, that movie's pretty bad.
0: Yes, it is an atrocious movie. And it's, it, it kind of slaps me in the face because how do you make a car movie bad? There is a franchise with almost 10 Mm -hmm. sequels right now about racing cars (laughs) and blowing shit up. How Mm do you fail at this?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And with a franchise like Need for Speed, it's not too hard. You know, you get a couple of cars, you get them running from the cops, you call it a day. That's what basically Need for Speed was. Racing each other, racing your bud, racing for money, and then running from the cops. That's about Mm -hmm. it. It does not need a deep, intricate plot. It does not need... Moral decisions. Should I race? Should I not race? What kind of Mustang can I buy? What color should it be? No, you shouldn't have like inner monologues about what kind of Mustang you want. I don't want to hear that. I just want to see some mindless racing. I didn't get that. I got freaking deep, trying to have some kind of deep storyline of Aaron Paul. Hey, hey, I'm going to ride the car. No, get the fuck out of here, bro. We don't need to see you. And of course, in 3D, IMAX 3D, I don't need to see a car revving its engine and little dust particles coming into my face. I don't need that. If I wanted to see that, I'd go see King Kong Fart, and I'll have that. <laughs> So, yeah, that was Need for Speed, you know, directed by Scott. Wah? I want to say that right there. And then, um, yeah, yeah, you got Michael Keaton in this. So that didn't even freaking save the movie. And I love Michael Keaton. People poo-poo on Michael Keaton from, like, like the mid-2000s going into the late-2000s before he did the Birdman and Spider-Man movies. They were like, ah, oh, he's done. He's washed up. This film kind of helped that. That argument right there, you know, <laughs> but at the same token, I'm just saying, hey, look at this. Wait, hold up. We're not done yet. It's distributed by Walt Disney Studios. Disney, mm-hmm. you have a hard time with taking mm-hmm. other properties and making it your own. Need for Speed, uh, John Carter. That was another atrocious movie as well, too. So it's like, I don't know. This movie had everything to, to gain and everything to lose at the same time. And it lost a lot. We haven't seen Aaron Paul in the movie since I don't know when. And maybe a cameo, and uh, Better Call Saul. And thank God for Michael Keaton; he he came back from this because this was an, an atrocious phenomenon for the ages. It's my number five because there's worse movies than this, but this is pretty bad <laughs> for a driving movie. Man, in the mid 2000s, there was a movie called Torque, and I still watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Torque was pretty cool. Yeah, was pretty Torque, good. Torque, Torque was pretty good, but no, yeah, definitely. I uh, that is true. This movie's like. I'm trying to find a movie to compare, but it's just, like, such an inner struggle. That's what you get with this movie. Like you said, what Mustang should I race or what Mustang should I use? Then not only, you know, are you, like, it's so, it's, 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 come on, man. Like, even in Need for Speed games, all you do is freaking race, like yes. you said. Just throw me in a circuit, throw me in the city, give me a souped-up car, you know, and that's it. Let me race. Here they gave him a plot. The dude was trying to give, keep his business afloat, but then it wasn't working, So then he uh, partnered up with the treacherous, which I must say, his name is body. Dino Brewster. (laughs) Word.
0: Yeah, we got Dino Brewster. We got Toby Marshall, a blue collar mechanic and skilled former race car driver. Like, no, why? Why? The names are epic, but why? Peter Coleman. That
1: that is the only thing, you know. And then then if, if I was Kid Cudi, I would be ashamed to be in this movie. Because Kid Cudi was in this movie as the character Benny, I believe it was. Yes. So it's like, man, you know, this movie was a show. Because like you said, it's like, how do you take a recipe that's so simple, built for success? Because looking at the films of, um, well, I just forgot. Fast, Fast and the and Furious. Furious. Yeah, Fast and the Furious. Torque, like you said. In other films, you know, like, even Death Race was better than this. Like, I love <laughs> Death Race. I love the shit out of Death Race. So it's like, you take a, a, a recipe that's so simple for success and built for success, and you just demolish it and just slaughter it and by just giving it, pl- by making it, it's one of those things where it's like, um, how can I say, uh, less is more. You get what I'm saying? You know, so, yeah. nothing
0: cut you off. Maybe I'm giving it too much of a bad name, because you know what? Maybe oh, maybe Fast that's and that. Furious has that genre unlocked. I race, I save my family. I shoot the girl, I get the girl. <laughs> that's really
1: about it. Is that so, your Dominic Toretto voice? That's
0: all I get. <laughs> that's all you're getting for Dominic Toretto right there. You know, you know, Fast and the Furious has the race genre unlocked, just like Step Up has the dance movie unlocked. So I mean <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That was my number <laughs> five. I I
1: nah. Yeah, bro. I, no, that movie's bad because I think on Rotten Tomato, it got like a 22%. Yes. And on on um, the other site, I I think it's IBIMD something, whatever, it yeah. got like a 6.5 out of 10. So the movie is bad, bro. movie was bad. bad. It's a bad yeah. movie. <laughs> it's bad, bro. Let's just race away from this. And, hit the and... Nas, Dom. I'm done with you right now. Come on. Hey, hit that Dominic Toretto voice again. Do that. Oh. Do that. Yo, whatever it is. This is
0: my like Sylvester that,
1: Stallone. That's what, I was gonna say. that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, bro, are you like
0: trying to do a Sylvester Stallone voice? You like... know, if Sylvester Stallone and Dominic Toretto meet, I'd be happy. It'd be like, hey, bro, where <laughs> you going, <laughs> you going? Oh, man?
1: <laughs> anyway, let's go
0: down to your number four.
1: Hmm. That was great, man. <laughs> my number four is the 1994 film directed by. James y- y- Yukich, yes, where he goes by another alias. I don't know what's up with that, but I'm gonna go with James Yukich. <laughs> so it is the 1994 film Double Dragon. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. This movie is atrocious because this was one of the movies that came out, and you'll see a trend in my list. You'll see a trend that in the 90s, like we spoke a while ago, in the 90s, uh. Martial arts, karate films were, like, oversaturated. You know, they wanted to make karate films about everything. So, you know, they just said, F it, we're going to take our chances and make a movie out of a a game that's, you know, based on karate and martial arts and stuff like that. Beat them up. So, you know, like, I think that did not help this film because at that time you had, like, also movies like what? Like, for example, it was so oversaturated on, like, Three Ninjas, Surf Ninjas, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So this just fell into that category because this movie was so cheesy. And I mean, it, it it tries to stand, I I think, I don't know. They really try to make this a serious film, but I I don't know, man. Um, excuse me. Um, first of all, the, the game, I mean, the movie has like nothing to do with the game, you know, I believe the game is set in New York and then here comes the movie and it's set in a post-apocalyptic, uh, Los Angeles earthquake-ridden dystopian eighties nineties punkish, and it's not even called Los Angeles; it's called New, New Angeles. <laughs> <What>? Keep <laughs> it just like that, New Angeles, <laughs> New Angeles, New Angeles. And then you know it's just like so horrible. And then you got um, what's this guy's name? Mark Mark Dacosta's Mark Dacostas, whatever. I don't even know his name. You got him playing freaking. Jimmy Lee, I think that's just like really racist, you know, just because it's Jimmy Lee, it's Asian. Hey, let's put this guy in. Because if you look at the cover of the game, sometimes they portray Jimmy and Billy as like these blue blooded Americans, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so it, it's just really horrible. I don't know, I felt like it was just really cheesy. Uh, that for that 90s era, you get what I'm saying? And it had nothing to do with the game, in my opinion. Um, besides you know, the name and the two characters, not even Alyssa Milano. Could have saved this film, you know, with her blonde bob cut, <laughs> in like, her little jean shorts, you know, with like those. She had like some atrocious freaking like punk graffiti leg warmers. I remember her. Her dress was just like so horrible, man. I, I don't know, like this movie is just bad, bro. And, and being a fan of the game. You know, it was like either uh, Double Dragon or Battletoads. So, you know, it, it was just bad. I don't know. Give don't me the
0: Battletoads movie yeah, now. I battle <laughs> I'll
1: take that any day. We
0: have the CGI for Do it, DreamWorks. Uh, um, let's see. Double Dragon. You know what? I'm going to get. Don't
1: tell me you like this film.
0: No, I don't. I don't. No. I don't. But I feel like Double Dragon came out either, it, either too early or too late. I feel like if it was made in, like, the 1970s, this would be a perfect movie for that era with Shaft and movies of that name, uh, that era with the whole martial arts exploitation yeah. movies where everybody could be a martial artist at the time. doesn't matter if you're white, black, punk, or, eight, you know, it doesn't matter whatsoever. Uh, you could be a martial artist. Bruce Lee could teach anybody, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think that movie right there could have succeeded at that time. Yeah. Even now, when movies like Black Dynamite that came out. Black Dynamite is a hilarious martial arts film. True. And this movie could play on that. It could be a, a comedy slash martial arts movie that I think we could have fun with. Uh, it could mirror the movies like 21 Jump Street, where it's actually making fun of itself. Mm-hmm. And I'll be happy with that, that it would work in today's society. But back then in the 90s, it was so of its time. It was playing on every little trope that was happening. The whole ninja phenomenon of everybody Mm -hmm. could be a ninja star, surf ninjas, three ninjas, everybody's a ninja. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's Ninja Turtles. You know, everything was just ninja craze, and I felt like this was just to market that right there. It wasn't even a worthy video game adaptation because I felt like yes, there were racist characters. Yes, the the dystopian lifestyle, mad (laughs) maps, martial artists. makes no sense you know what I'm seeing a trend with these video game movies as well too not everything has to be freaking a dystopian future where everything's a post-apocalyptic yeah. timeline we don't always yeah. need that but Salavi that's a life <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I don't I don't get that because like two other two other games on my list are set in like a little dystopian you know freaking world like it's like I don't know man <laughs> like that, that I, I, I don't know. So, the, the fact that these directors sat here and like, were like, hey, you know, yeah, this, or the script, you know, yeah, like, okay, I'll direct this. Let's do this. Like, you do not reevaluate yourself. Like, I don't know, man. Hmm. Honestly, bro, I don't know. But if you have no more bashing or anything bad about say Double Dragon, let's move on to your number Quattro.
0: We go to the Quattro right here. I was gonna put this as my number three, but then I thought about it a little bit, and I was like. There are some people who really, really love this movie. There is a fan base that will buy fifty copies at Best Buy the same day just to have it and give it to fifty people different countries as well too to enjoy it. So I will not poo poo on their ideas out there. <laughs> uh, this uh, okay, this is a franchise from Capcom that was supposed to be. The next best thing in the zombie franchise, this is Resident Evil Extension, the third installment for Resident Evil movies. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't put number one or two on this list? Honestly, because number one, I could forgive. Number one, you know, it was the first attempt of Resident Evil movie. And there were some elements of the mansion that were pretty cool. Um, some elements of the zombies that were pretty cool. And for the first time, you know, I, I-, I could deal with I could give it a pass. The second one, I actually like more than the first one because that's actually the best one out of franchise to me because we get Nemesis, we get Stars, we get Jill, we get a couple of things happening. It kind of falls apart in the last ten minutes, but I could give that movie a pass as well, too. This is where it actually really breaks down, where they say, you know, forget the continuity, forget the games altogether. We're just going to focus on Alice we're going to focus basically on her having telekinetic, pyrokinetic powers, burning yeah. freaking crows, you know, <laughs> going to town with these powers, slashing zombies, who at this time don't even look like zombies at this moment in time, and the game, you know, uh, for the zombie culture out there, I know they're not technically zombies, they're infected, I got you, but still, we, we get, it's less about the infected and Resident <laughs> Evil and an Umbrella, and more about Alice trying to cope with her powers and kind of hope with society and again a post-apocalyptic timeline in nevada in the desert which we never even got the games in the first place why are yeah. we in nevada in the desert i don't get it i know the marketing was cool it was nice to see that welcome to los uh los las vegas and then everybody is dematerializing to you know infected cool i get it it's for a niche audience but it makes no sense to be part of a franchise. You could have changed this to Resident Alice, or Alice Evil, or Alice Extinction, or Mm -hmm. Alice Apocalypse, and I I would have forgave it, but the fact that you slapped the name Resident Evil, which has nothing to do with the games whatsoever in the next two movies, it's a slap in my face and the people who love the franchise as well, too.
1: I have nothing that I can really say here and say, but this movie is just atrocious. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I hate... I hate- Because I love Resident Evil. It's one of my favorite franchises as a gamer. You know? And then here comes... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. It may have been part two. I don't know. Where, towards the end, like, the guy's looking at her through the security camera, and then she just, like, goes full telekinetic on him. Mm-hmm. That was part one or part two?
0: Uh, That was the end of part two and beginning of part three.
1: Okay. Well, it's... Look at that. I don't even remember part one. Like I said, <laughs> this this movie i never took it serious this movie i never and i and i'm sorry to to um be the Debbie downer here but i just have nothing positive to say about this movie because like i said i love the franchise so much and then to see this disrespect this slap in the face to gamers to fans um to capcom to the, the uh the creators of the franchise you know people who worked on this franchise to see the slap in the face that they did with this film, I have nothing positive that I could say. Not even one ray of light where I could be like, "Okay, that was cool," or "Okay, that was Resident Evil like," or "Okay, I appreciated that." Okay, yeah, you brought me that. You know, you made me feel like the game. No. And then the fact where, like you said, it's she's just full blown telekinetic telekinesis power pyromaniac. She's like Legion. It's it's you know Legion from X Men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me excuse me, it's just really atrocious because when do you see that in the Resident Evil franchise? Nowhere, you know, and like you said, it's just her trying to cope with her powers and it's like, kind of like you're just like the ultimate being like, what the heck, you get what I'm saying? Like, not at one moment you feel like okay, the zombie apocalypse or whatever you want to call it, the infection it's kind of serious, you know, we see ourselves in desperate times. No, you got this freaking chick over here just she's a monster and it's like no nah, I, I don't know man it, th- this could have been number one bro honestly no. in my, in, okay. and i just hate it so much i just hate it so much like i said i love the franchise and for them to do something like this i I don't know. I'm glad this is over. They're not going to make any more, right?
0: No, not that I know yeah. of. And you know what gets me upset the most is that it's an easy franchise. You can make this a Netflix series, a Hulu series, uh, an Amazon uh, Prime movie itself. You can do so much stuff with mm-hmm. this. It's so easy. You know what? Yeah. You're part of an elite group, a special ops group. You're called to get into a city. Guess what? Yeah. The city's overrun by infected how the infection start well that's where you bring the umbrella corporation trying to take that down very simple this, uh it's like a yeah. tower movie you get to the mm-hmm. next boss you get to the next boss not that this, hard
1: this definitely i believe like you said if they made this a netflix or a hulu series it would be way more successful yeah than the freaking movies period because this is something where like once again like the need for speed, it's a recipe that's so easily to build for success because being uh, being that you know people are the the cult fanatics of the zombie infection, whatever you want to call it. So for them to just butcher it, it, it it's it's just really bad. Like how you could mess up something so simple. It's like it's like fucking up scrambled eggs or something. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just really bad. Like, if you were to see some type of adaptation, I already kind of know your answer. You would prefer to see it, like, in a Netflix series, right? Or, I would.
0: I definitely would.
1: Yeah, like, I. yeah, go ahead.
0: Another thing I hate about this movie, you have, star. You have like, I guess these... I, I wouldn't even call them stars. You have these appearances by other actors or singers. You have Ashanti in this movie. You have Mike Epps mm-hmm. in this movie for no apparent yeah. reason whatsoever. And you even get cameos with people from the game that are... Just throw away characters, really. You get Claire, who is such a strong character to the game, to the franchise. About four games are based on her character, and she's just a side character, a side note. You get Carlos, who's very integral, even though people poop on Carlos all the time. I like Carlos.
1: No, yeah, you're a Carlos fan. I (laughs) am a Carlos
0: fan. He gets, he's a side character thrown out there. Hell, we even get a cameo by Wesker at the end, which we even don't even care about because we're like, this movie's shit to begin with. Well, I don't want to see more shit happen. And that's what we got. Mm-hmm. The next two movies where we got to get even more shit. But this was the catalyst to really start it.
1: Yeah, that. And then you, you forgot to mention the influence from Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> where she was in the first film. And it, it was just really bad, bro. This. For. for, for uh, I defy. I defy. And I don't care. Everybody I defy. Is <laughs> I, I defy. But any, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. But I know. I genuinely know that. There is no Resident Evil fan of the franchise that can sit here and say, hey, I love the movies. For a fact, for a fact, there's nobody that's a fan of the games that can sit here and say, I love the movies. Please. you know. And if there is, please write a comment. Yeah, someone on and, Twitter and, or yeah, Facebook. Somebody on Twitter, Facebook, Bumpers, Podcast Republic, iTunes, wherever you listen to the podcast, wherever you're listening to this, please prove me wrong because I know I'm right.
0: And if you I, can, I, yeah. can you please put the meme from Family Guy oh, Reginald?
1: I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely. Because this movie is just atrocious. And I, I, I know for a fact there's no fan of the franchise that likes this game. And, man, and it could have been so much better because then, like you said, you could, if you do it, like, in the Netflix, if you do to a Netflix or Hulu, you know, you can – I mean, <clears throat> and you could be more creative. You get what I'm saying? You like, could. You, definitely, you could definitely be more creative, like you said. You could even incorporate – uh the iconic characters like a leon you know a chris and stuff like that even a barry you know stuff like that so i don't know man this like i said i have nothing positive to say about this film except that it's freaking trash and i'm mm-hmm. glad that it's over yeah yeah. there we go you can bury it that way
0: with that with that burial with that eulogy for resident evil per se let's go on to your to your number three
1: My number tray is the 1997 film directed by John Leonetti, 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 Leonetti. I believe believe that's his name. It's this film is probably near and dear to your heart, but it's not near and dear to my heart. We spoke about its first, you know, predecessor a minute ago, and it is the film Mortal Kombat Annihilation. (laughs) You know what? That's my number three as well, too okay so we um, excuse me i guess we could just deep dive into this and just roast the hell out of this movie <clears throat> excuse me first of all i feel like this movie was already doomed for success because like i told you a while back there are certain films that should not have a sequel and in my opinion mortal Kombat, i was gonna say doom wow <laughs> in mortal Kombat. my opinion should not have had a sequel because um based off the success from part one and how epic part one was and still to this day you know, you can sit here and watch part one and just get excited, you know, for when it first came out. This movie should have never had um a sequel, you know, Mortal Kombat 1 stands the test of time. Unfortunately, Mortal Kombat Annihilation Annihilation does not stand the test of time. Once again, like you said, you can see the trend. It came out in 97. It's another uh oversaturated mortal, you know, martial arts film. It first of all, it was really low budget. The acting was cheesy. It just had some really bad CGI. You, you know you got to agree on that. Like, the CGI, it felt such like a low-budget film. Yeah. And, and the acting was just really bad. From, like, Shao Kahn talking like this, you know, and all that stuff. And, like, it, it, it was just bad. And then, like, one of the things that really ticked me off about this movie is you have such an epic character like Shao Kahn, you know, where if you see him in the games, he's just so muscular. You know, he's a presence. Then you got Shao Kahn in the movie where he has this big armor where he looks like he doesn't even pay, he doesn't even weigh 100 pounds soaking wet, you know, (laughs) rocking this big-ass armor. Yeah, it's just atrocious, the Shao Kahn character. Um, And then let's just, I don't know if this was supposed to be an epic highlight of the movie or an epic moment for Shao Kahn when he turns into this horrid, horrid cgi hydra Yeah. hydra that i've ever seen in my life bro like i I don't even know what was the point of him turning to the hydra but it was it was just horrible and like you said to touch on to what you said it was set again in a post-apocalyptic world you know like the whole mortal kombat whatever and stuff like that and you could just keep talking about the horrible cgi's and characters in my opinion you know you another horrible character was mataro can't shy away from that. <laughs> I it I, you probably like Batal, right? Didn't you say you like Batal?
0: There are a few redeeming qualities in this Mm-mm. movie, Mm-mm. but I put Mm-mm. it as low as number three because it's such a disappointment. Like Night Wolf is pretty cool, oh, yeah. even yeah, though when he wolf. when he comes out, it's kind of stalkerish. Like he sees Luke Kang in the desert, yeah. and he's a wolf, and he turns back. And Luke Kent's like, what the hell? And he's like, well, that was my animality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
1: like, uh... yeah, it's just so horrible. Like, you know, then you got um, another thing that I feel like has, it, it, it just kind of like, you know, flipped the script on the game was um, the Jax character. Because we all know and are led to believe in the game, Jax is one with cybernetic arms. You yeah. get what I'm saying? That if you were to rip his arms off, he would have no arms. So here, you got him scrapping with Mataro, and Mataro rips his arm off. And then, mind you, he became so agile and nimble after he ripped (laughs) off the cybernetics. You noticed it, where he's scrapping, and he cannot do nothing. You know, Mataro's just wailing on him with his tail. All of a sudden, he rips the arm off, and he just becomes into this agile dude, backflipping, spinning back kick. You know, and then I'm sorry, the epic cheesy moment where he just delivers shots
0: Mataro's
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I never I never seen a man do that besides Conan when he sized up the camel <laughs> and he punched out the camel on a horse. Like so you got Jax doing that in this movie, man. That seems just horrible. <laughs> the fact that this um freaking film was released especially to be a sequel to Mortal Kombat One is just a disgrace. Like you said, you felt that the only thing that could have saved this film is if, like, Liu Kang dropped the arcade or turned into the dragon or something <laughs> like that. He turned into the dragon, which is <laughs> yes. horrible oh, still. Yeah. Well, look at that. Yeah, like, I would have even probably been happier with the freaking arcade machine yes. falling on somebody. That would have been great. That would have been great, but nothing, man. This this film was just atrocious, bro. I don't know. Talk about it, roast it, whatever you want. <laughs> it's Okay, you know you have a weird
0: product when pro wrestling... <laughs> borrows your ideas and Mm -hmm. I'm sorry there's a certain person out here that listens to our podcast that loves WCW this is my part why I shit on WCW for a second because Mm -hmm. one of WCW's ideas one of Eric Bischoff's ideas for wrestling fans was the fact that he loved Mortal Kombat so much especially Annihilation to the fact that he borrowed the Sub-Zero character to make Glacier
1: he borrowed Glacier was cool you leave Glacier alone (laughs)
0: Glacier was not he was so bad
1: (laughs) I, I like Glacier. Uh, he
0: borrowed the <laughs> wrath character to make Shao Kahn and Mortis was a, a green I like Mortis, but I like Great Canyon, that's why. But yeah. he, he even borrowed Mortis to be like a like a scorpion, a green scorpion. So it was
1: just like uh, I thought he was more I thought he was more like a, sorry for cutting you off, I thought he was more like a, a a mix between Shao Kahn meets like reptile or something, like It was I, all I, bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like the Dungeon of Doom point part two point two, and I'm like, uh, art imitates life. I get it, but not this right here. You could have picked a different video. Okay, you could have picked the, the the Tekken or the the Soul Calibur. You could have done something cool with that. But no, you got this movie, which has you know, uh, a, a bad looking Shiva. A horrible-looking Baraka with horrible aesthetics.
1: Yeah, Baraka—that was his name. Was uh, say Cabal.
0: That's one thing he was missing in this movie. Cabal. I would have loved that. No. Um, Shindell wasn't that bad, but even her, she was trying to save the movie so much that you know, yeah, look, you know, the uh, Shinok is Shinock such. A, you know what? I, you know what? This is what I'm gonna say. And mm. for all the people who hate this game. They could come find me like Daniel Cormier. You can come find me too, still. Eat your cake. Mm, but, sorry. um, you see, he's gonna pop in every podcast. I guarantee it.
1: Yeah, um, it's gonna be the topic. Daniel Cormier is gonna be the topic. Daniel Cormier is gonna get roasted just to let you know. Get your shit together, Daniel Cormier. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> um, basically, the Sub Zero Mythologies video game storyline was better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and people mm. hate that game, but you know what. I don't- People hate it. I don't know why. I
1: don't know why that game is so freaking epic. Yes. I love some
0: Mythology, bro. <laughs> People shit on that game so much. I don't know why.
1: That game is epic. Yeah. When you
0: got characters like like Quan Chi and, and and Shinnok, who are so great in that game. You have freaking actors in that game who do a better job than this movie. This movie has horrible prosthetics, horrible acting, horrible <laughs> writing. Um, you know, this movie is all about keep cheap, cheap. They don't even awesome. get the, 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 the former actors. One or two of them or three of them come back. The rest of them are replaced.
1: I'm sorry. I'm just still stuck on the facts that you said we didn't even get horrible cosmetics. We got horrible prosthetics. <laughs> <laughs> I am so done with you right now. With you have
0: Johnny Cage die less than five mm-hmm. minutes of the movie. Why? For what? Mm-hmm. For, for what? Because Sonya cares for about two seconds then she's like, oh, hey, Jax, you're looking good with them freaking bionic commando arms of yours. You should come mm-hmm. on my little adventure. Let me kill Noob cybot. Oh, that happened. Cool. Let me go kill Melina. Oh, Melina, you're going to shoot some stuff out your mouth. Uh-uh, papa, I'm going to kill you too. <laughs> like, you get a roller derby hamster ball scene, which makes no sense. You get a raid Raiden depowered for no reason. Yeah, uh, that was just- horrible. Ah, uh, there's so many bad parts. It's just there's little parts that I do like about it that just... Maybe it's just How
1: can you be, say that?
0: Maybe it's just because it's Mortal Kombat, and maybe. I have to depend Mortal, uh, defend Mortal Kombat some way, somehow, but this movie is atrocious. It's really bad. It's all the bad parts of Mortal Kombat 1 just accentuated. They were like, you know the good parts about that movie? Nah. <laughs> nah.
1: Yeah, this movie has no good parts. Honestly, I can't... I can't remember a good part in this film. Like, I could sit here and say, uh, oh, what was a good part or a highlight part of Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Uh, I, I I have none. I got like, you. There's a part. Re- you're going to think of a part. Come on. Re- redeem this number three, Frank. Okay. I mean, okay. redeem this. There's a part
0: where um, Cyrax comes out, and you're like, oh, shit, that's a live-action Cyrax. That looks cool. Mm-hmm. And then he blows up, and then that's about it. He does, like, he does a. He
1: <laughs> <a laughs> <laughs> Yo, th- this this movie has nothing that you could sit here and say it was cool. Like the theme song. Um, the theme song, no. No, mortal no. of- no, no, kombat. because the theme song it should not be. Wait, I'm looking at. Uh, uh, oh man, yeah, the glacier character looks just like Raiden, bro. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at Raiden right now. Yeah, in this picture. He looks just uh, yeah. <laughs> Product numbers. <laughs> I was actually watching that movie today, bro. That movie's great. I thought about you, but I don't want to <laughs> rant and get on topic. But I, I will for a second. I apologize, guys. We're talking about movies right now. We'll talk about a good movie. It was the part where um he was telling Red, he's like, if you if you live a shitty life, you'll come back as, you know, as an anal bead. <laughs> and then he's like, if you live a good life, you'll come back as something majestic, a dragon. Dude law. Dude law,
0: I don't know why every time I think of that movie, the part that makes me laugh the most is when man Red pulls out the little gun and is like, "This is <laughs> when I used to be a prostitute."
1: <laughs> yeah, bro.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, or what is it like? Oh, uh, pick up those bullets. I don't want yeah, to shoot myself to... <laughs> in the face. <laughs> I was about to say that part yeah
1: I, like, I'm all over. I don't want to back and shoot myself in the face. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that movie's great. But, but back on to Mortal Kombat. And then it, um, I believe, you know, they tried to incorporate these cool characters, but they failed. Because like you said, the Cyrax, the Smoke or the new Saiba, whatever it was. Then they got the ninjas all in there and stuff. It's like you had these epic characters and you didn't even capitalize. You know, these are fan favorites. And then you got this the skinny-ass, what was her name? Um... The female, the female Goro chick. No, right? Shiva. She, she, no, Shiva. Yeah, yeah, Shiva, Shiva, Shiva. Yeah, sendo, yeah, I confuse him. Yeah, yeah, she, she's so puny and anorexic. It's like she, your boy,
0: your boy Rain was in this movie.
1: He like, yeah, I know he that's died like ten
0: minutes in the movie.
1: That's what I'm saying. You have the epic ninja characters like Rain and stuff like that. You just f them up. I, I love Rain, bro. I don't care what nobody says. Rain is a <laughs> man. Yeah, Rain, Ermac in this yeah.
0: movie too. He's alive yeah, er, until like almost the end.
1: That's what I'm saying. You got all the epic ninja characters and all these side characters that are so favorites, you know, and you just off them off and you do them no justice, you know? So, I mean, it it was a horrible movie. I don't see nothing positive. Like <laughs> I said, the only thing that could have probably saved this movie and I would have been happy with it is that as soon as Shao Kahn turned into that Hydra, boom, the MK freaking one machine would have fell <laughs> on him and splattered <laughs> him all over. I'd have been like, yes, justice done. Fatality. Well <laughs> yeah. It probably even some Babalities or something would serve
0: <laughs> this, this
1: film justice, man. If you're going to go that atrocious and that cheesy with CGI, I mean, go full-blown, like, Boss Baby Babalities in this. Like, you get what I'm saying? If not, man, don't do it. I don't know. This this film was horrible, bro, mm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But enough of that. No, our number three, what is your number two?
0: Okay, so I have a problem with this movie, and that's why it's my number two. Because mm-hmm. this movie... Is pretty whitewashed. And for a game that, uh, once again, not a hard game to make. And, you know, it follows things like, you know, the 40 Thieves or going into um, even Aladdin territory, you know, going into things in the the Middle Eastern culture from back Mm -hmm. then or even Egyptian culture. It's not a hard movie to really capitalize on. Hell, the newest Assassin's Creed Origins kind of does a better job than what this movie does here. And it doesn't even go that fanatical, too. This yeah. movie is. Uh, it, guess what on my nerves? Number one, because the main character is whitewashing this movie. And number two, oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to make this a franchise player as well, too, with three more movies after this. And just because of the money it did not make and did not garnish, it mm-hmm. failed. This was the 2010 American adaptation of Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Yes.
1: Atrocious.
0: This, this is atrocious movie! Number one, because he had a motherfucking Ben Kingsley! Who I have so much problems with this man always playing the ethnic (laughs) character in these movies. Well, it doesn't matter what it is, he's always like the Mandarin or or somebody that's supposed to be the ethnic bad guy. No! (laughs) Stop it already, Ben Kingsley. Like you're a funny guy, but get the fuck out of these hyper casting characters. This movie had no like maybe little to no actual Middle Eastern heritage. Um, actors in this. Whether actors it be, in it, yeah. Yeah. It, it was just a playoff of just whitewashing the movie all to, and all. I love the dude. Yeah. He's not that bad. I love the shit out of Bubble Boy. That's my movie right there. I love Bubble Boy. Meow Bubble Boy is the shit. Southpaw is the shit. Nightcrawler is the shit. He has some great movies. This is not one of them. And it's not a hard movie to make. Like, seriously, you could have done everything. You could've got my man Richard Parker, and he could have been a better freaking actor than Jake Jill in all this movie. This movie fails. Fails for plot points. It fails from the CGI. It fails from um, just a horrible story in general. Not just a plot, this a horrible story in general. Just it was boring boring it wasn't suspenseful it didn't it dragged it didn't captivate any kind of audience whatsoever it didn't even hold up to the actual video game there were so many things they tried to borrow and still it failed and failed and failed again produced by Walt Disney Pictures Disney once again taking another property that's not theirs and trying to produce it and failing Mm -hmm. at this once again another movie that mirrors this is John Carter people love John Carter but the thing about John Carter is It was expected to be a franchise player, just like Prince of Persia, once again, was whitewashed. And well, you really, you really can't do whitewashing with John Carter, but this movie definitely Mm. was whitewashed. And it felt like it, it, like Disney couldn't really find that audience or did not have enough confidence in anybody from South Asia or Middle East to actually take up the helm and be a franchise player for this kind of movie. They were like, you know, we're going to try to our best to find, Someone who looks ethnic enough to carry this franchise, and that's a slap in the face. There,
1: yeah. They they could even take my son from Paul Blart to play freaking the Prince of Persia. You know when he calls up Paul Blart, the little Indian dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, this this movie was trash as well. I feel the same way. I f- the way I feel about Resident Evil, <clears throat> I feel about this movie because I I was you know a fan of the franchise of Prince of Persia. I played them or like you know most of them and. It captured nothing, no essence, like you said. Uh, you, you, it's, it's like, why are you going to put Jake Gyllenhaal? Like you said, that's one of the things where this film failed in my eyes as well, where it's just like straight whitewash. You have nobody that actually resembles the characters in the game. You know, That's first strike there. And it's just like, how can I say uh, the, the, the plot? It's kind of like one of those movies that you've already seen. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it, it's just uh, where you've seen it before. I, I think he's just like, if I, my memory serves me well, he's accused of um, killing, I think, the king or something like that. He's out to prove his innocence. He runs off with the princess with the dagger, trying to protect the secret treasure to prove his innocence and stuff like that. It's just like, we've seen this movie before, you know? So they just added this little Prince of Persia element. It, it, it was pretty bad, and like you said, the fact that you, you whitewash it, watered it down, it, it's, it's not cool. It even got a bad rating. I think I think it was, I don't even know how much it got on Rotten Tomato, but I know like, uh, I think they gave it like a 36 or something like that. I don't know. And and something, it, it's just bad, man. I, <laughs> I have nothing positive to say. Like I said, I feel about Resident Evil with this film as well.
0: Bro, Prince of yeah. Persia holds a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. 5 out of 10 in audience score, so no one loved this film. Yeah, exactly. The biggest thing, Roger Ebert was saying the two leads are not even inspired, and Jake Gyllenhaal was a poor man, Swimmy McGuire. That is harsh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's Later. like they, weren't, they were just phoning this whole movie in, a movie that really has a lot of meat to it if you really dived into the origins or even dived into trying to make this a franchise. Hell, this movie could work right now with the right cast. And you get people butthurt because of the fact that, oh, you're just complaining about, you know, Hollywood watch, whitewashing people. But these are the same people who are complaining about the next Aladdin movie saying that there's too many Middle Easterns in this or too many different uh, ethnic origins in this movie. It's an Aladdin film. Make it fun. Make it in that area. Don't whitewash it. The only person that's whitewashing this movie is freaking Will Smith. And he's not even white. He's a genie. So it's like, you know, it's like, come on, man. Like, stop with the nonsense already. Make good films. Choose great actors to play these characters. And you know what? Even mm. if you can't get an ethnic actor, at least make the damn story right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Make the story right if you can't get the characters. At least the thing is people would have gravitated to it is if you would have got whitewash characters, like characters that don't resemble whatever the heritage, but if you would have gave a plot, a good story if you would have gave it some also originality you know because like I said this is a film that we felt like we've already watched before if you would have gave it some originality it, it would have stuck it would have gravitated you know people would have got over the fact that hey it's Jake Hall, whatever but it was a pretty damn cool film you know Yeah. so I, I think that would have worked for it but overall it was pretty bad as well
0: you disrespect me Prince of Persia
1: Okay. Mm, disrespect. Yeah, you wouldn't. You didn't say. What, how did Mandarin say? You won't see me coming something like that. Oh no, because he doesn't <laughs> even say
0: you won't see me
1: coming. Right? <laughs> okay. well, we did not see the movie. You got
0: freaking Ben Kingsley making a joke afterwards. Oh Ben Kingsley, I hate you. Oh, was so much to say. And I hate you more, Daniel Cormier. But Ben Kingsley, you're <laughs> up there. What's your number two? Oh
1: um, <laughs> uh, man, speaking about whitewashing, not picking. Freaking right characters, not picking nothing. The the last two films on my list will prove that. And but number, my number two is <clears throat> the 1993 film adaptation, whatever you want to call it, directed by Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jenkel. Mm-hmm. I believe that's her name. Man, <laughs> Jenkel. <laughs> um, it is the 1993 film Super Mario Brothers. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Wait, is that all? Like, I like this film, or all oh, this movie's bad? Both. Okay. Oh, God, you said you <laughs> like it horrible. But, yeah, first of all, to 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 carry on from what you were saying about The Prince of Persia, <clears throat> they, these directors, these casters, or whatever you want to call them I don't even know what the heck it is, they have the most horrible recruitment, like, you know, first of all, I feel like this movie has a few strikes. The biggest one is, like we were talking about Prince of Persia, you pick... Two people to play like in the video game culture, what is the most Italian characters that we've ever seen, right? You know, so you get it completely wrong because the first character, you know, you got Mario, which is being played by um, what's his name again, Bob, Bob, um, Bob Hos- Hos- Hoskins, my man, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> yeah, my son Roger Rabbit. You got him, you know, like all right, <laughs> he passed away as well, so you know, you got him playing Mario, and we all know that Bob Hoskins is, what, a British actor? So, first of all, man, strike one. And then, you got Luigi. Luigi being played by Puerto Rican, John Leguizamo. Hey. I'm done. I'm done. No no disrespect to John. No disrespect to John Leguizamo, because he's cool. Puerto Rican, you know I'm Puerto Rican. We gotta no, rep up Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, we gotta rep up Puerto Rican, but, bruh, you're not Luigi. <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, so, that that's just horrible right there. And, Go adding on to what you said. This movie, nothing to do with the game. Nothing. It, it, it's based on, I don't know, I think it was that a, a freaking meteorite crash like in 60, 65 uh, something thousand years ago, B.C. The meteorite crashes and it splits the earth into two parallel universes. <laughs> like, I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> it splits the earth. <laughs> into two parallel dimensions, universe, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. killing the dinosaurs. But somehow there are still a few that survive. So the few surviving dinosaurs, you know, they warp hole through the tube or whatever you want to call it, and they transition into the other parallel. So by them transitioning into the other parallel, what happens? It gets really funky and stupid they somehow evolve into this dino-humanoid race. Works out.
0: <laughs> it seems all legit to me.
1: <laughs> I, it would seem legit to you because I know you like that weird stuff. So they do, evolve into this weird humanoid-dino-dinosaur race. Mind you, with these big-ass bodies and small-ass heads. Like, that... It, it was just horrible. Then to come to find out that faking King Koopa is played by Dennis Hopper. <laughs> that, that was just horrible. So it's just like that. you got the Mario Brothers in a parallel dino dystopian humanoid Brooklyn. Yes. Running around with these moonshoes battling King Koopa, which is Dennis Hopper. And, and I forgot her name. <laughs> but, like, she runs into the castle or the tower or whatever it is in that effed up Brooklyn. Then you find this horrid, horrid adaptation or version of Yoshi. Where Yoshi's supposed to be cute and lovable. But then you look at the hey, Yoshi for pro- hey, what? Hey, hey. That what? that little raptor? No, no. He, he's he, cute and lovable, bro. No No he's not, bro. You got Yoshi <laughs> that he's supposed to be cute and lovable. Where Mario jockeys him. But then <laughs> you you look at their Mario. I mean, excuse me, you look at the Yoshi and he looks like a mini Indominus Rex. Like, what the fuck? You're scared of him. You're Wait, not cute and lovable. I'll- <laughs> <laughs> <What are> you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you got this little baby and Dominus Rex running around, bro. And it, it, it was bad. This easily could have been number one on my list. But it, this movie was so stupid, bro. I, I, I And it sucks. Because, like you said, we got to stick with our Puerto Rican brethren. But John Leguizamo aside, man. And Bob Hoskins, you know, legend, Roger Rabbit. This movie is horrible, bro. I, I, this movie is straight trash. You you can do your shitting on it right now if you want.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to have to, and you might have to end off the podcast because this is my number one right here.
1: This is your number one? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it,
0: It's my See, number one. It could have been number one easily. Yeah. It's the worst video game movie.
1: No. But,
0: <laughs> but if it wasn't called Super Mario Brothers, would you have enjoyed it?
1: <laughs> no maybe no not. no I, I don't think so bro. i, I can get
0: down me, but... with the dinosaurs turning into peoples i can get down with the little baby yoshi i could uh nah i can't but you can't you can't can, i'm telling you like, there's yoshi no... looked like he was about to rip your face off and he's supposed to be cute like no offense to the plumbers out there but like there's no plumbing and Super Mario Brothers. They're plumbers, but they ain't plumbing. <laughs> like, they're just going through tubes and shit, but like Mario ain't fixing shit for wrench at all.
1: Um deadass ain't no plumbing, bro.
0: Deadass facts. And, dead you ass. know, um, there's no warp dimensions, there's just tubes. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Koopa, you know, that happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the king is a giant booger. Like <laughs> yeah, he, he got, got a, a dingleberry popping up and down, yeah, bro. And people kissing on him too, which is mad disgusting. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, um, the moon boots. You know, what? I don't. I'm not that mad about the moon boots.
1: They're uh, not bro. The moon boots remind me. They remind me of those those toys that came out like in the '90s or whatever. You remember yeah. how they had soccer bopums or whatever yeah. they were called. But then you had, like, the moon Boost where you would jump up and down and yeah. stuff like that. That's what they kind of remind me of. I miss yeah. 90s toys. Shit the to fuck yeah, you yeah, up. That's all it yeah. was. Yo, 90s toys was lethal, man. Hell yeah, Crossfire. <laughs> yeah. That's my shit right there. You lose an eye playing Crossfire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me
0: started. We'll do a pop five of best board games. Oh. That'll be my number one.
1: <laughs> or, or Crossfire. Nah, I don't remember. If you even consider that a board game, what was that one with the little boxing? Sock, sock and, and, sock and like yeah. Oh, wait, no. No,
0: Sock and is the big-ass fucking inflatables. You're talking um, about the uh the robots, right?
1: Yeah, the little robots in they I, box. Yeah. I think um, they're called
0: Sock and something else. Rock and yeah, Sock and Robots.
1: Oh, oh no, you know what will be my... Yo, you remember... Sorry for sorry for strange. No, it's okay. Yo, you remember the... The kind of like that robot boxing game, but they had the ones where you would put like the the two figures on the thing, and you would just turn them around, and oh! they would just like spin and kick all crazy. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey,
0: you hit them in the chest, and they explode or something <laughs> like that. I had a shitload,
1: though. I like I had three of those, but
0: still, it was
1: enough. <laughs> Yeah, yo, those those toys are epic, man. I had, like, the Red Ninja, and I was like, my dude. I was like, nah, let's <laughs>
0: go I remember I went through, I think I went through, like, two of them, because they're plastic, so, like, yeah. you, you really spin that joystick or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and that mm-hmm. leg's a fly off. But yeah. that heel kick is the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, yo, definitely that heel kick was the best, man. Like, Fucking I don't 90s. know, Young Bucks, the Young Bucks had some competition. F yeah. you for me here. <laughs> yeah, the Young Bucks had some competition. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes.
0: Oh, I wish I could play that game with Daniel Corey. I had to super kick him all day. But it's okay. It's all right. Uh, oh, ba-
1: back to the Super Mario. Um, You're not going to... My fault for cutting you off. You're not going to roast Dennis Hopper's braids as King Cooper? Like, he had braids? You don't want to roast those. <laughs> listen.
0: Listen. He was doing the best thing he could do for that movie, okay? He was just acting as a Tyrannosaurus... That evolved into a human wood. That's all he could do. He's like, what's your, what's your motivation? You're a T-Rex that turned into a human, and you're pissed off. Snuff said, okay. <laughs> and now I have a leather jacket and some braids. Rock and roll. <laughs> like, you got my man. Okay, all right, wait. We, we got to do some correction here, because we're all over yeah. the place. Th- yeah. they're, not, they're not little itty-bitty Jurassic animals at first. Because it's not until King Koopa gets pissed off at somebody... Then he shrinks their heads and turns them, he, he de evolutionizes
1: them. Oh, look at that! <laughs> that. E- even worse, <laughs> he just gets so pissed off. I'm gonna shrink your head. I become a freaking shrink, a head shrink, whatever they call it, you know, like I'm, I'm gonna shrink your head. Then he just w- that that looks like you know what this film this film reminds me of. Beetlejuice? Oh, no, no, it, no, um, it, it, it kind of it, it sucks that I'm gonna have to put this film in the same sentence as freaking Super Mario Brothers, but this film is like Super Mario Brothers meets Fifth Element. That's what it's like. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know, and it sucks that I put Fifth Element because Fifth Element is such a great movie. People do Fifth hate Brothers. Fifth Element. I don't know why. I don't know why. Fifth Element is great, bro. That That's a classic. I love Fifth Element, but that's what I feel like this, this movie is. Like, Fifth Element meets freaking Super Mario. It was just atrocious. Also, with freaking... I, the braids, along with that nasty-ass tongue that he flails around. I don't know, bro. This uh, one was
0: you know, the whole John Liquidzamo trying to do the Daisy and then the Mario, and then mm-hmm. I didn't know that in the game their names was Mario Mario. Now that his son, um, no. you know, kind of retarded, just a tad bit.
1: Yeah, you definitely. Know,
0: Luigi Mario and Mario Mario, I never knew that, but hey, rock and roll. Um, You know, it was in New York. <laughs> 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 it was in New York and I got Yoshi but that's really about it. It's a fucked up movie. It's all around fucked up. It has nothing to do with the game whatsoever. Uh little bits and pieces but nothing really. Um the plot's horrible. There is no plot whatsoever. The Scapelli Corporation is trying to buy out their <laughs> land. That's he, all I remember.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad he remembers the name of Scappelli. Scappelli. the Scapelli. Scapelli. You know, Man, Bob bro.
0: Hawkins, you know, someone from Great Britain, from England is playing an Italian. And, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, John Guzama. Well, you know, John was was playing Italians his whole younger career to get into the business. So I give him mm. a pass. Uh, Bob Hawkins ah. a little bit too because he could play a pretty good Italian.
1: Or gangster. Remember Roger Rabbit? He played yeah. Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, I, I, I give them a pass. Okay, I, 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 maybe I was hard on those two actors. Like I, like I said, I give them. It's Guzamo still a all. shit movie. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. It is, man. The only thing that you know, see, let's get funky right now. They should have. They should have had like freaking John Leguizamo play Daisy or something like. He could have been like Chi Chi from Two Wong or something like. That. Give me that movie. <laughs>
0: Give me, he, I could be a princess. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> you give yeah. me that, and you get me Patrick Swayze. Oh, oh, sorry, oh, man. peace. <laughs> but he could have been Mario.
1: Yeah, bro, definitely, man. It would have been way better, honestly. But that movie was just trash, man. Atrocious. Uh, uh, who? Uh, how <sighs> would you have made that movie better? Tell me. Damn! How would I have made that movie better? The thing is, okay, I'm I, first. Let the record state that if you make it, uh, uh how can I, how's that term? If you make it like you know line word for word or whatever, play by play to try to match the game, you really would not have no substance of a movie. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, how would I make it better? Honestly, I think I'm as stumped as the director, bro. <laughs> because <but, laughs> honestly. It's like, it's like I'm keeping it 100 right now. It's like, how do you think this this game where it's like this plumber, you know? Um, if anything, I'm trying to think of a game movie. Like I said, I really don't have game movies that I like, but um, maybe nah. I would have probably done it in the, in this same age
0: as one of these DreamWorks movies or Pixar movies.
1: I think maybe like a, maybe that like could a, work. Yeah, maybe. You see, first of all, maybe if it wasn't... Now, like you said, the Pixar and stuff like that, maybe if it wasn't um actual people, yeah. maybe if it was a, a a cartoony film, like, let's say, like, a Wreck-It Ralph or something like that, you know, maybe it could have had some redemption to it, and it would have probably been a good film. And, but
0: I don't want to hear Mario uh, talk for, like, an hour. I hear ooh. sound bouts, bites of him, and I'm happy, like, yahoo! <laughs> yeah. I can't hear that all day. Mummy, I wear the peach. Does <laughs> these poor <borderline> racist.
1: <laughs> oh man, bro, oh, no, man. It, I don't know, man. That's the only thing I can see that would have saved the game. Like you said, like make it a cartoony film, like a Pixar film. Because even at that, you know, they had I think the cartoon series. You know, back oh, like in the nineties or eighties. That has a following it too. Yeah, and you, it, it, you, it's you get tired of seeing it. So, I mean, a film like that, I guess, couldn't be that long. You would get tired of seeing it as well. But well, that I mean, I, in, in that huh? cartoon, they have the heavy Brooklyn accents, which is even better. They're oh, like,
0: yeah. "Hey, the Mario,
1: what are you?" <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, I like that. Like... what are
0: you doing over here?
1: <laughs> yeah, I did appreciate the heavy ass Brooklyn accents, but um, I I don't know, I don't know. It, it's tough. To, to to try to save a movie or for me even to say like I, I could just sit here and say, Hey, make it a, a cartoony movie, you know, like a record route or something. Mm-hmm. Something like that along those lines. But um how 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 would you try to save it or justify the film? Hi. If you had a chance.
0: You know what? That, that's a movie that cannot be made into either animated film or animated mm-hmm. film or live action. It just makes no sense whatsoever. The game makes no sense whatsoever. That's why it's a video game to escape from the world. I think it only works best if like if it's like an ensemble cast. Kind of like how Rocket wreck and Ralph does it. Maybe yeah. how Ready Player One can combine characters and things of that nature. If you have yeah. a movie you know, with Mario and Donkey Kong and a couple other Nintendo characters, you know, coming out of the video game and stopping the evil force with Bowser. That makes more sense because you don't have to have a limited story with Mario. You can actually put other people in there. Kirby, Star Fox, you know, Super Smash Brothers, the movie. I'm down for that.
1: Yeah, I would be down for that. Um, I don't know why when you said Star Fox, all I thought about was the Toad. <laughs> <laughs> Star no. Fox yeah, could be yeah, an epic yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Starbucks, that all day. Star Fox would be, but um, you said anime. Just real quick, man. Imagine you know me at this thing, freaking crazy. Imagine uh, a Mario anime, but based like on a. Uh, like a Dragon Ball Z or Naruto or something like that. Watching these dudes just fling like these fireballs and stuff like that. Watching the Hammer Brothers go to town, you know, just chucking like mad <laughs> hammers and stuff like that. That's and my dude have, right there. <laughs> yeah, bro. That, that would be epic. Say that wouldn't be epic.
0: You get the freaking
1: dinosaur chick that blows the eggs out of her mouth, like yeah, yeah, like you know, just on some like kamehameha status, like that would be
0: epic. I love it. I'd be happy. I'm down for it.
1: (laughs) That would be epic. That's the only way to
0: save America. I like weird shit, so that works out for me. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I actually like your number one. I already know what your number one is. I actually like that movie, but I wanna, I wanna hear you tear it to pieces.
1: (laughs) My number one. You said that. Super Mario Bros. was your number one and it was the worst film, video game film? No. The worst film. The worst... Nah, I don't want to say the worst game because I, I love the game, but the worst film ever made from a game or whatever has to be the 1994 adaptation directed by Stephen E. De Souza. It is Street Fighter. Yeah. Street Fighter, hands down, has to be the worst video game movie ever made. It is just so atrocious, Street Fighter. First of all, um, once again, you see the trend it came out in the nineties, ninety four, karate flavored martial arts film. You see the trend, oversaturated market, horrible. Let's just capitalize on you know what's popular right now. Um, what made this film horrific? Mm-hmm. What made it bad? This is the biggest strike, and there's plenty of strikes, but the biggest strike that <laughs> f this film up, the biggest one was. Where you take this Belgian based actor, Jean Claude Van Damme, to play, possibly in my opinion, this, the most second. second. <laughs> what? He used to say Belgium based actor. <laughs> well, yeah, the Belgian born. Belgian born. Is he Belgian? He's like Belgian or something, right? Or where's he from? <laughs> he's French Canadian. Oh, he's French like Canadian. Look at that. <laughs> Because the dude reminds yo. Honestly, when I say John Claude, I always think like Belgium or Netherlands. Like, that I don't know why. Like, I, I, I that don't know epic. why. <laughs> <Go laughs> French Canadian, whatever it is, it makes it even worse. French Canadian to play, like, in my opinion, possibly the second most American character, second to Steve Rogers, Captain America. You get him to play Gaio, which is like this. American blooded soldier, blonde hair, uh freaking flat top rocking, blue eyes. American blue tattoo so, on his bicep. Yeah, American tattoo on his bicep. American American is you can be like Steve Rogers, bro. Those are the two iconic American characters, man. Steve Rogers and guyo So you get the French Canadian to play him. First of all, that's your biggest strike, man. That's where you F up. Second of all, to keep the trend going. You get Ihanda played by an American sumo Polynesian character, whatever you want to say. You know, I forgot the guy's name. Ihanda is a Japanese sumo. You, you, you're getting him to play a, a Polynesian, a, a Samoan? No. It, 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 so, it, so far, you're starting off bad, you know? <laughs> and then... The, not really CGI, but the, the cosmetics, the costumes. It, the costumes just reminded me like, of a bad office Halloween party bro it just looked, yeah it, it, just, it reminded me of like a bad office Halloween party where everybody was like cheesy like hey
0: I wanna be a ninja hey I wanna be that
1: you know I can
0: yeah. definitely see Ros Guglia in an office <laughs> <laughs> Julia my bad That's gonna be my, <laughs> that's gonna be my, my, my Jim Hortons right there. <laughs> you call this man Ross Julia. <laughs> my man Roz Julia in a in an office party and says, "I know what's a good idea." Video games and comes out mad skinny at first with a bison costume, but yeah, mad bro. happy. You know, Roz had the best smile in the world. His smile was just majestic. He could light up the room.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he definitely did, man. And more on Raul Julia, you know, um, later on. But, you know, so you had those two strikes right there already going for you. And, like I said, the costumes was just hysterical. Like, you see these costumes, you cannot take this movie serious. You're just like, what the heck? Like, this is like, you know, man, freaking the Stranger Things costumes look better than this movie, bro. (laughs) Um, Then you have... This atrocious adaptation of freaking Blanca, you know, it, it, Blanca looks atrocious. I don't know what was going on with him, but you got Blanca, man, looking bad. The 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 movie has nothing to do with the game, you know. It's just like M. Bison, um, freaking captures. You know the Shalador, whatever Shalador. You know, sorry for the fanboys if I slaughtered the name. You know, he captures a few of Gaio's agents or whatever it is. Gaio being the blue-blooded American that he is, he does not negotiate with terrorists. So he said, "You know what? <laughs> I am not negotiating with you because Bison can, a you your, can You
0: do your, you do your best, Jean Claude, and damn am while saying that. Oh,
1: damn, I don't even know how this man sounds. Um, Just to a George uh, St Pierre. Uh, and Bison, I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Something like that, you know. I don't negotiate with Darius. I'm going to track you down, and I vow to take back my, my colleagues. So, you know, perfect. He, he goes on his mission to track down Bison to get his colleagues back, and then from there, um, you have the supporting cast, you know, these two iconic characters, Ryu and Ken. Um, they're like these freaking American con artists. Funny, they try to swindle Sagat which is a freaking, like, gun merchant in this movie. They they try to give him fake guns. He catches on. It, it's just all so horrible. You see these two dudes swingling fake guns. You can't even call it an action film because the action wasn't even really that good, you know? It was just really bad, mediocre action, watered down, like, some, you know, karate action or whatever you want to call it. Um, But I one bright side to this film, as you said, it was Raul Julia, you know, where... He played a epic bison, and I believe he was actually praised widely. and He was even nominated for Best Supporting Character, you know, actor in this film. So that's like the only good thing that came out of this Street Fighter movie. It had nothing positive but Raul Julia. <laughs> and unfortunately, rest in peace, that was his last, you know, I believe it was his last um, film. So the film was actually dedicated, yeah, for him. So, I mean, it, it, it kind of sucks that I'm bashing it, but, you know, taking Raul Julia aside. This movie was trash, bro. It was atrocious. And this has to be on everyone's number one for worst video game movies ever, man. So, it's
0: about to be 2018 pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Let's say this movie gets another try <clears throat> for a live-action um, adaptation. Give mm-hmm. me your top main characters from actors right now that could play it. Like, give me your Bison Give me your mm. gimme your Ken, give me your Ryu that you think of fill the roles. Even if you don't know their names, there's like yeah. people from movies that you know them from.
1: Let me let me I will have to dig into the archives. Um you just put me on the spot really real quick. Gaio, uh um Yes, yeah, so as 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 white blood they, American you could go. I would go um Gaio since i since I'm a fan. The first thing that popped into my head, who would fit the role perfect? I would pick like a Sage Northcutt, honestly, from the USC. <laughs> that Sage that North cut. Epic. <laughs> yeah, Sage cut for a guy oh, That 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 would be pretty dope, man. He fits the role. A Bison, um, wow, wow. um, hmm. <laughs> let me see. I'm sorry, but but um, I got you, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I was trying to think of somebody. Or do you mostly. want him for like a Zangief? <laughs> yeah, no, I would pick him for the Zangief. I would pick him for the Zangief, definitely. Um, I would put Brock for the Zangief, you know. But I don't know if he could pull off that Russian accent. So. <laughs> he doesn't have Let's him talk. <laughs> don't have him talk. Um, A Chun-Li or a Kami? Um,
0: <laughs>
1: Yo, Kim. me see. Gail Kim, yeah, Gail Kim would actually be a great um Chun Li. Or, or your girl yeah. that
0: you love so much. What's her name? Olivia Munn.
1: Munn. Olivia. The chick that played Psylocke. Olivia Munn. Oh yeah, 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 definitely her. She'll be a nice Chun Li. Actually, better than a Gail Kim, I believe. I'm trying to think of a... Can't better Gail Kim. I don't know why it's a Gail Kim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of a bison character. I'm trying to think about somebody stocky because we know bison is stocky. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody stocky like we. I don't know who the heck would I pick for a bison. Mm, um, you could do this uh, guy
0: that's playing Thanos, Josh Brolin.
1: Really? Yeah. Mm, I mean, I just think he looks rocky for the Thanos. You know. Okay. Um, um. Let's see. A a big,
0: tough bulldozer of a man.
1: Yeah, because bison is, um. Damn. There's not a lot of beefy guys in Hollywood anymore. there's not, that's what I'm saying. There's not, really. Um The Dave Batista. I would you know what? I would take a Dave Batista, bro. I would take a Dave <laughs> Batista, honestly. <laughs> and there you go. You could you could put your you could put your Ken Masters as freaking this dude is um Star Lords. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, <Chris> Pratt <laughs> Ken,
1: that is epic. Because, you know, Ken has that little prick side to him. and Chris I'll Pratt- take
0: it. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, this movie right? sounds
1: horrible already, but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a better job than freaking <laughs> Steven E. Souza bro. We're doing a better job than him and his goons. And for Ryu, um, let me see. Obviously, I don't want to get real stereotypical, but, you know, Ryu. I don't know, man. Uh, Ryu. I-, I cast a cigar already. So we got we got we got Gaio we got um we got Zangief. Who who's the got? I got you. It's a special guest on this podcast. Let me go get him. Let me get him. Okay, I got
0: you. You come in now. Hello, my name is Anderson Silva, and I came in to audition for the Road of Saga. I know how to do the tiger knee. An uppercut, and I'm the best, and they won't test me for nothing because this film is not regulated by USA. So I'm down.
1: <laughs> just give me the epic scar on my chest, and I tiger knee all day. Thank you, Anderson. You can go away now.
0: Goodbye.
1: <laughs> he'll be a cool. He'll be a cool. But I think he's just too frail. Flail, not frail. Flail. You hear me. Um. You know, it would be a good cigar. I don't know why the body frame would stick. I'm going to stick to MMA now, like you said. Call me weird, but I think that character would be played. No, what? Yeah. Mm, I think it would be played great by like a Stefan Bonner, bro. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know, man. You know, it's like, I, it, I, I don't know. I can see a Stefan Bonner. Yet, bro. I, I want Stefan Bonner as my Ken Masters now. <laughs> <laughs> so, who would you get to play, Vega? Oh, Vega? Do you yeah, see? Vega was in the film.
0: You see, you need, like, a, a real pretty boy to play Vega. So, if it was me, a lanky, pretty boy kind of character, hmm, I yeah. want to go Matthew Riddle.
1: Oh, wow. That's actually good. I know. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody tuned out by that <laughs> with <laughs> no, they're they're just tuning in now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I mean like yo, yeah, I mean there's so now now not this time frame right now, it could be actually pulled off better. And um, you know, you have a cast of characters, I guess they felt limited, you know, where Kylie Minogue was playing freaking Cammy and stuff yes. like that. So it was just horrible. Um, Vega was just trash. I, I don't know man. It, it, then you got Balrog. <laughs> Who would you pick to play Balrog? <laughs> oh, easy, Mike Tyson. <laughs> mike tyson yo you it, I'm, I'm sorry i don't want to rap yes. do, do it there. just do it just do it just do it <laughs> now I just say mike tyson it reminded me of what a, one of our friends said i think he was watching the mike tyson documentary and it was when mike tyson was at the pinnacle of his career and you know he was filling himself yeah. so he went he went on a date i forgot what, who was he was dating at the time but he went on a date with a Shorty like after the zoo was closed you know because he was Mike Tyson so he dead ass sat here to impress Shorty he told the zookeeper I'll give you $500 if you let me get in there and box the silverback gorilla <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the zookeeper was like bro I'm not going to send you to your death like you know honestly and Mike Tyson was reluctant on the documentary he told me that he really wanted to Give the zookeeper five hundred dollars so he could box the silverback gorilla. Bro. I do it. I get some popcorn. <laughs> I
0: have a good day right there. That sounds like
1: that sounds like overtime for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, you would have a corpse on your fucking site. No, man. It'd be
0: great. <laughs> Come here, motherfucker. Let me tell you something right now, okay? You think you're the king of the jungle, the Congo? I'm gonna show you where the Congo is right here, okay? No. I'm gonna make you my Amy, bitch. I'm gonna make you my Amy, bitch.
1: <laughs> that freaking gorilla with Francis and gunning his ass faster than he could say macaroni <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> like, I don't know, but yeah, that. I mean, this this hands down getting back to Street Fighter because you're not you're not safe from the roasting. This this film atrociously, it was horrible, man. If like you asked me right now, if, if let's say just in a weird wor- world they want to say hey, you know let's 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 resurrect it or let's remake it or let's make it into a series, what would you prefer?
0: I wouldn't because Street Fighter already does a great. Well, I don't know if they have done it recently, but from like the late '90s into like going into the late 2000s, like 2008, mm-hmm. nine. They were coming out with great animes to the Street Fighter um, yeah. games, whether it be spin-offs, whether it be, um, I guess, backstories into Akuma's past or Ryu's past. Mm-hmm. You know, tournament-based anime movies as well too. They were all pretty damn good, and mm-hmm. I don't think those could be replicated at all right now. Uh, even if you can even try to make a movie, as we do right now, we were just going all over the place. Actually, getting real martial artists to do so, but. Yeah. You know, it, it comes to a point where that type of game shouldn't mm. even be touched to make any kind of movies. A lot of these games shouldn't be movies. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's That's just the get problem. down here.
1: That's the problem. Yeah, let's get down to the nitty gritty. A lot of these games should not be made movies. That's what it is. It should be left alone.
0: Yes. Like,
1: yeah. There's simple games that could maybe be a movie or two,
0: but, you know, when you start getting into games that get a little more on the fantasy element, you know, Bison. Um, Ryu, Guile, Joy Sonic Booms. You can't make that a realistic movie there. Even Mortal yeah. Kombat, looking at Animalities and whatnot, that can't be a realistic movie as much as, as fun as you want to make it. That's really yeah. a hard adaptation and it doesn't really have a story. It, it not until now have we mm. seen the actual decent storyline from Mortal Kombat. Cause before that, in the last like six to eight years, it's been all over the place. So games mm. like that should, shouldn't should even be touched for movies. You know, there's other movies that are honorable mentions of my blood. Oh, uh, let me see here. Um, what was this movie that we oh, were talking about last time?
1: Before you get into your honorable mentions, um, I just got the perfect cigar. If you want to stick to martial arts. Oh, go for it. You got my son, Chris Soschinski, bro. Oh, that, that would,
0: would
1: be. be. That would be a perfect cigar.
0: He needs a tan, though. But definitely. <laughs> he, he, he
1: does need a tan. <laughs> but that would be a perfect cigar.
0: Or even a perfect bison. You know, have you ever seen that, um, what? that, what's that movie? Um, no, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, you know, man, Christoph was in that movie, but I don't know why this movie was a warrior with, um, my man, um, Tom Hardy being like a little Sean Shirk.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like the MMA fighter or whatever. Did
0: you ever see who the main freaking fighter was at the mm. end?
1: No, nah, cause I didn't stick around for that long. <laughs>
0: he gets a fight kurt, kurt angle
1: are you serious we'll leave that man alone Forget we'll, oh. we'll, we'll out at of least there. he at least yeah at least he lived his dream out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: but yeah that you know oh, movies like that uh, you know i i think fighting game we should stay uh, fighting games stay away from the movies they never yeah. really work tekken hasn't worked and they've made two adaptations for that already and in film, um, Street Fighter hasn't worked, Mortal Kombat barely gets a pass um, Am I any, any, they made a Dead or Alive movie that got freaking 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Dead or
1: Alive was horrible uh, How can you forget Blood Rain?
0: Blood Rain,
1: another Raid was atrocious. one there you know,
0: right. get away from these games that, that are nearly impossible to make as well too. There are some successes, you know Tomb Raider, even though it's not that great of a movie, it did well and people did gravitate to Angelina Jolie as their lower croft. People do see that. Um,
1: Hitman was horrible.
0: You know, it depends. Like, they had some good <laughs> a- aspects to the movie. That's why I didn't put it in my list because there's some parts of the movie that are pretty good. I just think that you had the perfect person to play Hitman with Jason Statham and you didn't utilize that. That was your to-go guy to play Hitman. And mm-hmm. because he was so wrapped up with the transporter movies, which were like hitman movies to begin with, I, I think you movies. lost. You, you hate those movies. Yeah, I hate those movies. You don't like Jason <laughs> Statham. I forgot. Yeah. What, you, what, <clears throat> what is your gripe against him?
1: I just feel like he's just like uh, the new age um, Charles Bronson, Norris. <laughs> <Dr. laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that, like he's like the New Age Charles Bronson. He's just like always in that action film, that monotone. I'm so gonna quote that. (laughs) Yeah, bro. New Age Charles Bronson. That's why I got. Like that. That booger to pick against him, bro. Because I just, I don't, I don't see. He's just so bland to me. That's what it is. He's just like one of those Charles Bronson, uh, freaking Chuck Norris, man. I don't know
0: how you can not love a movie like a cinematic masterpiece that is crank one and crank two those are movies that are just Mm -hmm. like oscar worthy Mm yes
1: Mm -hmm. those movies are horrible bro (laughs) like but i don't know there's uh, a honorable mention that i would have um i I, how how do you feel about silent hill i don't know i'm like mixed about that movie like it had his. Moments where it was like, okay, it's kind of like the game, but then it's just like, no, I don't know how I felt about like that whole parallel dimension, and then like with the adopted girl calling back to go to the town, you know, like it it really wasn't gameish because the game doesn't have that, you know. So like, how did you feel about it's
0: It's lukewarm, it's not too bad, not too good. It's just right in the middle that Mm. it just it, it drifts away into movie land, game paradise where you forget about it, but you knew it was there before. So it's not that bad, but it's not a yeah. great movie. I will say the sequel is worse than it. But seeing, seeing that I didn't get to see all the movie, I can't judge it fairly. Because yeah. you never know. That that last 30 minutes could have been the best cinematic piece of history there. So I don't yeah. know. But I don't, yeah. There's not a lot of movies from video games that really have been successful even like one of the last ones that came out with assassin's creed that bombed as well too because it did not follow what the yeah. game's essence was and even michael fassbender a great actor could even save that movie so do you think it's just games translating into movies that don't succeed or do you think it's just their um directors or writers screenwriters the the actual company itself do they just want to stay far away to the game source material as possible
1: It it, it could be all all in between. It could be um, they want to stay as far away from um, the game as possible because they want to give it some originality to it. But then by doing that, you know, they stray away and then just make, like, these real funky films. Then also it could be that, like we said, you know, video game movies really – video games don't really transition well into, you know, movies. You know, being sometimes a subject matter where you got, like, some hard subject matter like the Mario, you know, like a street fighter where you these games really don't have much plot and you try to give it a plot you know and then sometimes by you giving the plot the directors the writers whatever just bomb on the plot and it's just a recipe for disaster so Mm -hmm. i think it's just like all in between or you can have video game movies succeed but you just have to pick the right one you get what i'm saying you have to pick like the right one or you have to pick a game that's like The plot is already laid out. The foundation is laid out where you really don't have to do work just to shoot the film and cast and stuff like that. Um, For example, um, let me see if I can pick a game real quick. Um,
0: That succeeded?
1: I got you. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Angry Birds. Angry Birds succeeded? Angry Birds did pretty bad. Angry Birds has a following for some damn reason. Mm -hmm. There's some parts that are funny in that movie. I've seen it many times with my daughter. And yeah. there's some parts that are pretty funny and yes, they do get the catapult and they launch themselves and they blow up. It it happens. Yeah. But mm-hmm.
1: um yeah. See, it's a kid movie. A game, just real quick to session to the Assassin's Creed, where it, it's kinda it kinda goes with um, what you asked me and what I'm trying to answer your question, like the animus, you know, where they try to add the a spin of originality and try to make it unique. The animus in the game, the dude is laying down, Yeah, you know? So he's just laying down, and he's just doing the action in in his head and his memories. But then here, the animus is, like, this big... This freaking scorpion deathlock machine, you know, yeah, it's where, like the matrix almost, yeah, it's like the matrix almost where it just like the dude moves around and stuff like that. So, things like that kind of mess it up. I mean, I cannot sit here and say that I'm really against that animus, I don't know why, but I liked it. it it's weird, like, I like weird stuff, it worked for me, but things like that, you know, kind of stray away from the film. A film, a game that I would like to see in a film. And it goes with what I said, where they should just pick easy games that are already laid out for success, and the plot is right there. A perfect game that would transition into a film is a game like bioshock yeah, where you won't you won't have to do much. the plot's already there, everything is there. you would just have to cast and just shoot. You get what I'm saying, so if games like that, like a Bioshock or things like that of that nature are already you know easy to transition, then it would be great, but if you pick hard ones, like you know. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, stuff like that. Then you know, I don't know. What do you feel is the problem?
0: Um, I I really do think it's that the company, the director, the studio itself—they they, yeah. they want to somehow come up with something original on their end, so they don't they can take credit for it yeah in a way and i get that you want to put your own stamp on something that differentiates mm-hmm. itself from the game but the same token sometimes when you definitely take things from the book and put them onto the screen it does work i mean remember watchmen watchmen is directly from the the book itself and yeah. there's some parts that they do change but because you had to, to fit, you know, a long ass book into like almost mm-hmm. like a 2-hour movie. The extended cut's almost 3 hours. Um, yeah. but if you put things from page to page on film, it does work and that film is not like a video game movie, but it's from a comic book and the source material was pretty spot on. And it is one of my favorite comp of movies to date. Um, people should have that movie because it's too dark and gloomy. Have you ever fucking read the book? It's fucking dark and gloomy. So, I I, I don't think that it's sometimes um, that the game itself too hard, because I do believe somehow, some way, you can make, I don't know, a Kirby work. You can make you know, uh, let's see, let me throw a hard one out there. You can make a a, a Metal Gear Solid work.
1: Yeah, but you see, Metal Gear Solid kind of goes with what I said. You know, it's like It's already laid there where you just got to, like, point and shoot. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. I think those games are transition easier opposed to, like, let's say, let me think real quick, a game like, for example, like a RPG, like a Final Fantasy. They bomb Final Fantasy with Final uh, Spirits. What was it, Spirit Within or something like that? Yep. You know, they bomb. And, you know, just real games like that, you know, um, should just be left alone. And, you know, easy games like for PS4, the Order, 18, whatever, that could be an easy game that you could transition into a movie. Things like that of that nature.
0: Yeah, Last of Us could be an easy movie right mm-hmm. there, there. But don't there touch that on. because that's already a great movie in that game. So,
1: mm-hmm. leave that I bad still, boy alone. I still haven't even played that game. I don't know what the
0: Whoa. hype is, man. And
1: I actually own that game. One of our friends tells me, what are you waiting for? Play it. It's like one of the best games I ever played. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that that, that game, I beat that game three times. I love that game.
1: Oh, wow, it's really that good. I love
0: that game. It's simple to the fact it's emotional, it's fun, it's scary. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite games, too, of all time. Oh, wow. We we'll yes. definitely
1: have to play some Last of Us.
0: Please do. <laughs> with that being <laughs> said, where can people find you on social media, sir?
1: <laughs> they can find me here on Bumpers at underscore J Rance, where I do my thing at the Camorra Chronicles co-hosting with you. At Jay's Corner, where you pop up and we just talk about random stuff, review random stuff, and just whatever we're feeling at the moment. You know, the More Chronicles is on iTunes, Podcast Republic, and what's the other one? Mm, iTunes, Podcast Republic, Bumpers, and. Bumpers? Isn't there another one? I don't know, but I totally forgot. And you can also find me on Instagram, same name here, underscore J Rance, or at my Twitter at EDM Trippy, which we're about to start a Twitter war with Daniel Cormier. Oh, we're coming out for you, Daniel (laughs) Cormier. Look look, look out for that. Where can they find
0: you, bro? They can find me here on Bumpers at Sideshow Conversations. They can find me, of course, co-hosting with you on the Kimura Chronicles, a podcast about MMA by the fans for the fans. Both of these podcasts, like you said, Bumpers, iTunes, and Podcasts are public. If uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Uncandy underscore V. On Instagram at Pound Cake for Pops. No, no, no. Because, <laughs> oh, I thought you went back to it. I was like, yes. No. <laughs> Val Cisco And um, on Facebook at the Sideshow Conversations page as well as who where we post everything and anything onto that page. Brother, it's been a pleasure doing this. It's always a fun time doing pop Definitely five with is, you. man.
1: It's always a pleasure and I enjoyed it, man. Yeah,
0: man. And until the next one for 2018 for that number 10. It's going to be a special episode. We're going to figure the kinks out for that one, but we know mm-hmm. it's going to be a very big episode for number DS.
1: Number DS, number X. <laughs> Mega man <Yeah>. X. <laughs> All right, man. But it was a pleasure, brother.
0: All right, man. To next time. Have a good one.
1: All right, you two later. Later.